Hey, what's up, guys? Freaking Dish here. Hey, how y'all doing? Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, another podcast. Uh, great to be back. Uh, summer's almost over, man. Almost. Almost over. Kids already started going back to school here yep. in Southern California. A lot of people went back to school today um, and last week, too. So uh, kids are back in school. Uh, football's back. I, 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 fall, fall is my favorite time of the year. So, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what, that's what I'm mentioning. I'm pretty stoked. Playoff baseball. Yep. Coming up. So, yeah. So, 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 right off the, right off the top, we want to talk about the Dayton shooter again. We told you guys we'd be bringing you up info as we heard it. So, um, apparently it was one of his friends that supplied him with weapons the, uh, the drum magazine, the bulletproof vest, and the AR 15, um, that he, uh, used to kill those people in the shooting. Uh, the guy is uh, uh, Ethan, Ethan Coley, 24, of Kittering, uh, Ohio. That was actually the friend of the shooter that supplied him with these things. So this guy's like, he's been like really cooperative, like with law enforcement, like as far as questioning. Uh, when they found this out, they took him into custody and he's like answered like all their questions. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, obviously, um, it kind of proves that he didn't, he says he didn't plan the shooting with him at all. And from the way he's been cooperative, it, it's it's pretty obvious that he didn't have anything to do with the planning of the shooting. But he did supply the shooter with these weapons. And this guy was just uh, like we're, we're talking about, you know, these people. It's this is this is this is kind of interesting uh, uh, talking about this because it's kind of like how we talked about how there's people that get guns and are crazy. And there's people that just love guns and that like having firearms, you know, part of America, being able to own a firearm and, you know, have the freedoms to be able to use it and just. It's like being obsession too. Like sometimes with building guns and using different guns, like how people are into motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. So, um, pretty much this uh, this guy was pretty much he told law enforcement when they asked him why he supplied or how he, he was able to get these things. He he was just a fanatic of firearms. Um, he he enjoyed uh, using them, having them, and and got the stuff. And they and, and apparently you know him and the shooter were buddies, and he bought this stuff like months ago. I, so I believe the shooter paid him, you know, and he and this guy was into firearms. So he didn't think so they, of anything other. No, he didn't think anything of it. They were friends for yeah. a while okay. because it says like they would do like um. Uh, they found weed, they found a, a pipe or a bong, uh, in in, in his apartment when they uh, you know when the feds searched it, and so um you know that that's kind of being held against him, which is kind of ridiculous because in California yeah. and other places weed's legal, it like you know. They're making a deal out of it, but it's like, oh, you know, we ha over here, you know, I mean, it, it just sounds like there's a beer, there was a beer, there was a beer there, you know, there's a beer bong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the weed apparently in Ohio is uh, definitely not legal, so that's kind of be held against him. So, uh, you know, right away he's there, he's getting the fingers pointed at him for being on like drugs, and I guess not a sane human being because he smoked weed. But 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 it didn't end there with the drug use. Um. Uh, he, they, uh, I guess when he was questioned about whatever him and the kind of relationship, the, uh, friendship that him and the shooter have, mm -hmm. he told authorities that like him and the shooter used to get high on LSD and pot, like for several weeks. I mean, for several days during a week. Wow. Yeah. For, for several times, you know, during the week between the years of 2014 and 15, like, you know, several times a week, they were doing LSD and weed. Um, they also they also found like um, apparently like uh, paraphernalia that he was growing mushrooms. 
And he didn't he didn't he didn't lie about it. So they could tell he was growing something. When they asked him what he was doing, he says he was growing mushrooms, and that he was actually the shooter's friend, not the shooter, but the shooter's friend, the guy who who, who got on the firearms was like taking micro doses. He says like all the time regularly of mushrooms of mushrooms. Okay. And when they asked him why, he says it gave him energy and it's fun. Wow. Yeah, this guy was just being cooperative, just killed the guts. Yeah, he just he I you know he's one of those guys. When they came to him, he said he'll he'll tell them whatever they want to know. Um, he did lie on on a federal firearm form that you have to fill out to in order to purchase a firearm. There's there's a part in the form where ask you if if you have an addictive um, if you're addicted to any controlled substances if you use drugs in other words, and he checked no. So now that he's being questioned, authorities are looking into him. He's been, you know, they found out that he filled out this federal firearm for him and lied. And when they asked him why he lied, he was, was truthful again. He said, because I wouldn't be able to get the gun I was trying to get. Cooperative. Yeah, so, I mean, um, the whole thing is like, yeah, he, he purchased the body armor, the 100-round drum magazine. And then also he helped uh, the shooter assemble the AR-15. He says, like, from what he remembers was about, like, 10 weeks before. The shooting took place. So I mean, this guy—they were—they were friends. So like I said, this is we're 2019. Right they were getting high together back in you know 2014, 2015, and um, back in high school. They're yeah, they're they're buddies, and so uh, you know, uh, he says also that the shooter took the weapons because he was holding them at his house. The his buddy, this uh, Ethan Coley guy, was holding the weapons at his house. Um, for the shooter, but not because he knew the shooter was planning on doing the shooting, just simply because the shooter told him he can store them at his house because his parents would find them. Wow. And he told authorities he had nothing to do with helping plan the shooting. He had no idea that his buddy was going to do this. Um, nothing, no signs at all, as, as you know, what he's telling authorities. And so, yeah, uh, he says, like I said, the shooter came and picked up the guns weeks before he actually did the shooting. So even after he picked them up, you know, nothing happened. Days went by. It, everything seemed fine. And then, uh, yeah, so it was like he, he helped him assemble the era 15, 10 weeks and before the shooting about, he, he from what he remembers, from his memory. And then six to eight weeks, you know, so about two weeks after that, the shooter took the weapons from his house. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, it sounds yeah. like this sounds like the pattern of it. The mind, you know, just evolved everything because oh, apparently the shooter, the shooter's friend, order these things like back in June is what I think I read that they, uh, he ordered these things back in June. And then the time frame is, is I think the shooter was planning something, yeah, but his buddy didn't know anything about it. Of course. And so he just kind of not, you know, whatever you want to call it, took advantage or whatnot, knew his buddy could help him get the things he needed and just kept to himself. Yeah. I mean, cause well, I, as one was, should, one, one would, if they're planning something like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, someone smart that's yeah. definitely gonna do something. Um, you're not gonna let anybody know. Yeah, like, you know, get it blown before. Because yeah, if this guy was really his friend, um, you know, like a friend would, if he told me to do that, he would, he would, he would, you know, and the way try to talk sounds, about it or yeah. I report it. Yeah, and the way it sounds like he's spilling everything out, like, like letting everything out, like telling the whole truth, not lying. You know, of course he would have said something before he knew what he was saying, what he was about to do. Yeah, so like with all this, with lying on the form and whatever other charges he's been faced with, um, he's facing like potential 15 years. So, I mean, from what we know now, from what we're just hearing this, but I mean, sounds like he's pretty cooperative. 
Like, he didn't have anything to do with it. You know, they got high together. They did drugs together. I don't think just because someone does drugs or gets high recreationally uh, should be accounted for, you know, be, you know, being right. a murderous suspect. Or See, whatever. that's one thing I'm going to say about, you know, we are talking about gun control in a podcast before. I mean, you know, if, if you're going to buy purchase a gun, you know, they, they should do, like, checkups. Make sure you still have your gun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. going to purchase something like that. You should have checkups, like, and it should be, you know, like, periodically, you know, random and, like, very, I mean, like, not, 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 I'm going to say periodically, I'm saying, like, pretty, pretty soon, you know, like, two, a month or something like that. If you don't have them, what you do with them? You know, exactly. they have to do, you know, you have to go check. That's Yeah, because, yeah, thing. just like when you transfer like, a yeah. gun over to someone, you sell a gun, there, there's a paperwork trail behind yeah, that. exactly. And so, um, yeah, I mean. So, I mean, like, you know, someone, you know, he bought guns. Someone should have been checking on. He still had them. Like, oh, you don't have them. Where they at? Let's check and see what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. That's something that needs to happen when gun control, because a lot of people could buy guns for somebody, and you know, you know, not say anything. You know, like that, there's no Definitely. track after yeah, you buy them. No, yeah, yeah. There's no track after you buy them. Well, yeah, no. When you buy a gun legally, there is. There's a paperwork trail. Well, I mean, he wasn't wasn't just. There's a gun. license number that that's yeah. referenced to you. That's oh yeah, well, no, I'm gun. saying that, but yeah. I mean afterwards, like you know, they could be at someone else's house. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I, I yeah, I don't know if these guns like that's good, that's good, that's a good point you're bringing up because I don't know if the guns that he got for the shooter are under his name or someone's name. If he got them illegally online, maybe that's part of the, you know why he's facing 15 years. You know, uh, but he's been complying. But yeah, yeah, that I, I don't know that info yet. If the guns, who who they were registered to, if they were bought illegally, it sounds like though, like I mean, AR-15. I know in California oh, course, is legal. Yeah. Um, people have them here. Uh, the extra drum, the extra hundred round drum magazine. It uh, doesn't sound like that. No, it doesn't sound <laughs> legal. Or, or purchasing body armor. I don't think I don't. I, don't I haven't. Think I've never been into a. a, a, a Bass Pro Shop or a Big Five and seeing like body armor on sale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you're right, though. People got, there's got to be more, there's got to be better control, better, a better handle on these things. Yeah. You know, so anything else we, that we hear going forward, we'll, uh, we'll let you guys know what's going on. So the whole Jeff Epstein thing, though, hear about the guy, you know, so the sex trafficker. Yeah, sick fuck. So, I mean, there's all kind of conspiracy theories going on right now, man. Like, I mean, people, you know, they're, they're talking about his, his, his cellmate. That was his New York cop that got caught, like, in a drug scandal and murdered four people. And this guy's, like, jacked. I've seen pictures of him. He's, like, huge, just buff dude. Um, I don't know how he's getting pit in the picture. I didn't see, like, why he would have anything to do with his death. But, I mean, supposedly uh, Epstein was, like, in, uh, scared of this guy. So maybe he used to like bully him or so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he had something to do with it. I've like heard like where John, Donald Trump's like tweeting the Clintons had something to do with it. But we do know like we heard that Donald Trump might have been one of this guy's clients for the uh, the prostitution ring that he was running. You know, um, and Bill Clinton. Yeah, maybe. You know, so we don't know. So I mean, with that being said, though, there was a, like we said, there was a, he knew a lot of secrets, and there was a lot of people that are you know sitting in high chairs. That you know could have had uh, some potential blame uh, placed on him, and um, I don't know. 
you know yeah, I, so I hate to say i like i like to bring those things up first because i hate to say it right away but yeah maybe maybe he was killed maybe he didn't kill himself but also though he i mean he was in he's been in jail for over a year now right for for a while why why wouldn't they just kill him right away why wait till now oh because he was about to set trial yeah, but I mean, don't you think in the meantime that he could have told anybody else or wrote letters? I mean, because like when you watch like a mafia movie, they just whack you out like right away. Sometimes it's like even 50-50 whether they know or not. But just because you might have you might have been standing in the room and heard something that people didn't want you here, you're dead. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, even OK, so he's going to tell a judge or a lawyer or whatever, what have you. But, I mean, he could have done so much more. You know, he could have sent letters out to family members. Just, you know, people do those things. Yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, someone probably got a, I don't know. Got a hold of it. But, you know, just, just like everything else, you know, people question things. It's just kind of weird how this guy potentially might have known so much about people, like I said, that are sitting in high chairs. And uh, it's questionable now why he's dead all of a sudden. You know, because with that being said, if, like, they would have killed him a long time ago while he was in jail. Well, then also, too, why didn't he kill himself, too, a long yeah, time ago? Why exactly. did he wait over, you know, this long to kill himself? Exactly. Exactly. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely why there's it's, there's a reason why people are questioning this and saying things. I just trip out on how hey, Donald Trump's so, like, involved in social media. Like, Barack Obama, I'm like, hey, I posted things here and there. I mean, but I don't know, like, if he was, like, involved as much. Oh, no. I mean... This guy just likes uh, just likes to run his mouth. He just likes to be, you know, just likes to be in the spotlight, like he always has been. Yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely he's always had a TV show. Donald Trump, he's been around definitely a lot longer than he's been the president. Oh yeah. But uh, anyhow, Hong Kong protests. You hear tell about, about that, that, right? No, tell me about that. So you, what you basically is you have, like, people, like, you got a lot of millennials, you know, these guys in their 20s and college grads, and uh, they're protesting in Hong Kong. Well, that's exactly what's happening, and they're protesting um, for, the, for their future. Things that are happening right now that could change, you know, the livelihood of their generation. It's not only about, you know, you know the, the whole extradition, uh, extradition to China, but, um, you know, that's what the bill allows, what they're protesting against. But this is the whole, like, this Hong Kong, there's a big history behind Hong Kong. You know, yeah. the English colonized there. They were there for you know, a long time. So there's this, there's this kind of differential between, even though, like, Hong Kong, you know, is, well, you know, is China. Most of the people there are Chinese, you know, indigenous Chinese people. <laughs> Um, uh, they were colonized a long time by the English, by so the British. English ways. Yeah, yeah. The 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 cultural, you know, it's it's yeah, it's yeah. it is. Yeah, you're right. It's and, and so yeah, the they're definitely it's like the mainland China. But now China is now slow, slowly starting to influence. If you guys can hear the sirens, that's because yeah, we live in Long Beach. That's normal. You hear that? There you go. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Summertime in the LBC. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so what? So you know, China is uh, you know, now you know the land was given back to them by the British in 1997, because Hong Kong, you know, is an island, right? It's an island yeah, off yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, there, there's been change. There's change happening, and that's like you know, part of what's going on right now. It has something to do with that, you know, 
about what's going on. So these people, these protesters, they're like throwing stuff. You know, they're 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 invading. You know, government buildings, um, the airport. They they actually like flooded the airports, like just sitting down everywhere on the ground. They stopped all flights. They stopped travel to Hong Kong. Okay. Wow. This is serious. This is, like I said, yeah. it's been happening since like early summer, in like June. And it's just like a way of life. Like I said, they, you know, the Chinese, the Chinese army now is now there's rumors that they're going to start intervening because I think what's been happening is just the Hong Kong police, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's enough. Like there's like, I've seen videos like there's these people are like full. They have like eye protection, gas masks because the, the uh, authorities there are throwing uh, tear gas bombs at them. Okay, so they're all fully equipped. They're yeah. Like, they're not, fully they're equipped. They're around. Yeah. But and it's just like you know how it's just like yeah it's 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 different from what like, kind of riots you would see in America like people just dying and getting you know yeah. wasted you know um, caught in a crossfire but over there it's a little bit more different these people are a little bit more humble so it's a little bit more organized and you know the cops just don't fuck people up right away or shoot somebody you know they're they're kind of like more you know you you know what I'm saying right the vibe yeah, over there yeah, is a little yeah. bit more exactly, different yeah, yeah. so what I kind of found funny is I seen some of these protesters not some but when I say some I mean like uh, hundreds of kids, you know, these, these, uh, yeah, these people in their 20s, uh, they had like lasers, they're like equipped with like eye protection, the gas mask, and they have like lasers, like big laser pointers, and they're like just surrounding government buildings and just laser lasering the shit out of the building. Pretty gnarly, yeah, because you wouldn't see that kind of protesting here, you know, and it's just these people are trying to work or do go about their business in there or do what they need, you know. Trying and to laser is gonna fuck you. Fuck with you. <laughs> laser will fuck you. Yeah. So that was, I thought the hell was pretty fuck cool when I seen know. that. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you the video on that when you get a chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool though. So I mean, um, there's a lot going on there too, and a lot, well, a lot of people don't know too is the housing there is crazy too. You know, like oh, Southern yeah. California, yeah, yeah, yeah. New York, London. So over there, um, to buy a house, it's like the equivalency. I think it's actually more than it is the cost like to live in New York and London. And like I, I'm not too familiar with London, New York, and London together. Or no, not together, but just the just you know they're they're comparing them because you okay, know like yeah, if yeah. you live like in a shoebox, yeah, in New yeah. York, you're like paying twenty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's crazy, ridiculous. So that's what's happening in Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. And what you have there is you don't have shoeboxes like we call tiny apartments here. You have what they call coffin homes in Hong Kong. They're called coffin homes, bro, and mm -hmm. they're called coffin homes. So it's like they're like dorm style apartments. Like where people literally live in the same like room area with there's bunks, they share one bathroom, and wow, one yeah. kitchen and everything. Yeah, and it's because I'm there's just kitchen. Yeah, it's crazy because there's a huge gap. Like how we've seen America, the middle class kind of like fading slowly away here. There's this huge, even worse gap in Hong Kong between the rich and the poor. It's crazy. Wow. So you can imagine. I mean, that's why it makes sense that people are living that way. And so yeah, I mean, these people are protesting not just because they feel like it. Um, there's a lot more um, that I still need to learn about this, and I'll uh, I'll talk about it more in the other podcast. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. That's what's happening right now in Hong Kong. Hong so Kong, um, huh? what they want is not you know um, has a lot to do with trade too. But um, they don't want the, you know the a lot of people around the world don't want the Chinese uh, army to get involved because then that, maybe that's when people will start getting killed. Because I don't know how many yeah. deaths they've had yet. I don't think there's, I don't know, not too many, if any. But, uh, yeah, they got to figure this out over there and get to situated. Because, yeah, uh, just when, whenever there's any kind of protest, peaceful, whatever, not, it's because people are pissed off. Yeah. And, you know, they want to get 
their, their point across. So people need to start acknowledging that, especially when they're not being violent. Be nice over here. Like people over here burn shit down. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'd rather have if uh, if I was a leader, a political leader, someone in a high chair. I would rather have people pointing lasers at me. Yeah, I like I like that. That's a good, that's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's because yeah, I would definitely on. give in. I don't yeah. want yeah, don't kill me, please. Yeah, but yeah, give me give me fucking doing the lasers and give me give me time to think. Yeah, stop fucking pointing lasers at me and just like let me do my job. All right, all right, you got you. All right, what you want? What you want? All right, what you want? All right, oh yeah, but uh, I'll, we'll follow up on that. But uh. Also, too, uh, the Endangered Species Act. You familiar with that? I mean, you know, I, even if you're not familiar with it, what does it sound like to you? Like, you know, you gotta protect. You gotta protect the endangered species. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. exactly that's exactly what it is. So the uh, Endangered Species Act was actually introduced in 1973 under Nixon. What do you think about that? That's that's a long time and still going on. No, but the point I was trying to make is because Nixon, remember, he resigned from office. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, you just if, if you if you think it was all Watergate people, Nixon uh, was up for this, so that was a good thing, you yeah. know. So congrats to him for that. Um, I think uh, an endangered species act, saving endangered animals is fucking important. That shit. Oh yeah, it is. It is. I mean, we need we need all kinds of life in this planet. And- it, well, it's not even about needing this kind of life in this planet. Is I think that the Earth, for one thing, doesn't need human life. Yeah, exactly. But they need all the other life that exists that yeah, so makes this. Yeah, because I think you know, without us here, every other species there's there's a circle of life. Yeah, because we fuck shit up. We do, we do big time. And so, uh, uh, I think when a uh, uh, animal, uh, a certain species dies out, that has to change the whole balance of it things. It does. It does. It has to. I mean, come on, like someone. There's gonna be it's another like species yeah, that's starving, yeah, because or another, one, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's just it's it's sad, like the so, bee, like the bees, you know, like they're trying to protect the bees, you know, if they go out. Like, yeah, so yeah. so so this act, since it's been introduced in 1973, it's been highly highly successful. They had like a 99 percent ratio of the success that they've um, um, had over the years. The, the percentage rating of the things they've done to save endangered species has been more extremely awesome and so and so yeah it's great so now what's happening though is the trump administration is gonna is weakening that oh yeah so whatever what they what they got going whatever new bills are coming out um currently right now from what scientists say we have about one million species right now that are in danger and when you say one million you're like what what the fuck how many, you know, why is it that? I mean, you're talking every bird, fish, oh, yeah. uh, insect. I mean, all these Still things have, yeah, they have a common purpose uh, that create this balance, I think, on the planet, right? Yeah. I mean. They're here for a reason. Yeah. So the comparison to a lot of these species, how, as long as they've been around compared to how long humans have been around and how much we fucked the planet up and their, their habitats is crazy. So, um this is going to allow, I guess, this this Trump administration allows you know for more um, industrial things to be performed in places where they couldn't be performed before. You're talking like mining, uh, pumping the ground for oil, gas, etc., all that shit. All that shit. Which is you know, which is in, in places where um, in da- there are endangered species, they're already endangered. 
because of you know the humans around the surrounding areas push them wherever they need to be and whatever they're trying to do to survive. Can't keep fucking them even more. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, like, I—that's I, one of my my things, is like, you know, fucking humans are like we're a fucking cancer to the planet. Yeah. We are literally I, cancer I, I, I to the planet. That. I agree to that. It's like Joe Rogan talked about one time when I was listening to him, like how when you're on a plane and you're flying like over like, you know, Midwest America and you see like these farmlands and not so much farmlands, but you you start to see like natural terrain, mountains and, you know, green mountains. And then you start to get to near your destination, which is always a city, of course, like near L.A. or near you. And you start to see the smog. There's like little fucking things on the ground, like where buildings, yeah, and yeah, and it's like fucking cancer. Like, yeah. it, like he said, he could, you could, you could blow it up, you could burn it down, and it will rebuild. Exactly, exactly. and it will rebuild bigger, bigger and faster, yeah. and faster. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, it's like fucking cancer. Yeah. And yeah, we have no balance to the circle of life that's on the planet Earth. Which makes you believe more in, in conspiracy to UFOs and that oh, you know we're yeah. aliens. Yeah, we're from somewhere else. Yeah, which opens up another us, another door. But yeah, I think it's very very important to protect endangered species, man. Animals, they're innocent victims, just like mass shooting victims. Even more, me more more so. They're more vulnerable. At least, yeah. at least a shooting victim, like someone gets shot at in a mass shooting. There's people that when you're not here could take cover. These animals don't even see it coming, you guys. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you know, uh, damn, yeah, I love animals. I love animals, man. That's crazy. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. We'll keep you guys posted. But on you know, on a lighter note, one of the most important beings alive, Mr. Floyd Mayweather. The greatest of all time. Either love him, which I feel like a lot of people don't, or you love to hate him. Either way, he's one of those guys that he could give two fucks. He knows he's great. I think he's a great boxer. Yeah. Personally, I've been called an asshole a lot, so I don't want to say I I don't like him like most people probably would. I actually think that me and him would have a good time hanging out together. I believe I think all three of us would. Yeah. uh, I, I love him as a boxer. I think he has a big ego, but I mean... He's great at what he does. Why shouldn't he? He's yeah. proved himself from time and yeah, time, time again. Time and time again. And why not? Fought what you got. Yep. You, know, you mean, only live once. Maybe, I mean, fighting, you know, like survivor of the fittest, if you know, you could fuck anybody up, might as well, you know, talk all the shit you want. Yeah. So someone proves him wrong. Yeah, and then, exactly. Then, you know. No, slow down. No, he might slow down, but he'll he just knows he'll come out and tell you right that they part of fighting is losing. Yeah, and he'll he'll still be the same. I mean, he just to me he's awesome. Yeah, he is. Okay, so um, he's recently stated that the best MMA fighter around, and most people thought he would like say, "Oh, Conor McGregor," because he fought him. Respect bullshit. He whipped Conor Conor McGregor's ass in boxing. Might be a different situation MMA. Who knows? Whatever. But uh, he said that the best MMA fighter is his own guy. Was actually the first fighter to be signed, first MMA fighter to be signed to the money team. Uh, he's a uh, Uzbekistan. I think that's how you say that, right? Sorry if I didn't. Uzbekistan native. Uh, he but he resides in Ukraine now. So, uh, Dish, could you pronounce his name? I'm gonna try, but let me check it out. Makamid. Makamud. Yeah. Mar- 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 Mohamed Murdov. 
I tried. I tried. I so yeah, he's a, he's the first MMA guy to sign with the money team. He's like an eleven fight winning streak. So uh, like Floyd Mayweather, uh, Floyd Mayweather said himself, he wants to see him step in with more C's. What do you think that means? With what? Come again? More C's. More C's. Like come over here. And Champions. Yeah. <laughs> he just it was just a letter C. Oh. When I seen that too, I was like, what? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, eleven fight winning streak. Uh, he signed last year though. So for a lot of people, I thought like just because I heard what Mayweather said, this was like a new guy, but he signed like last April or June of 2018 with the money team. With yeah, with the money team. Okay, and he has he hasn't fought in the UFC yet, or yeah, he's seen. Okay, yeah, he's, he's fought in the UFC. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I I I got to do more research on him too, but yeah. Um, Floyd Mayweather says he's the best MMA fighter. I don't think of all time, but he's definitely of right now. Is is it his opinion? His opinion. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Might be that. biased, but we got to check him out. Yeah. yeah, right. You hear about the Steelers uh, wide receiver coach, yes. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers NFL, yeah, uh, NFL yes, team. Their wide, yeah, their wide receiver coach. Uh, his name was uh, Daryl Drake. Daryl Drake, sixty-two years old. Sixty-two years old. Daryl Drake died. Uh, he was in a dorm somewhere. I guess they were practicing, or I don't know if he was doing his own personal business, but he died. Uh, they're going to perform an autopsy. It just pretty much seems like he just might have had a heart attack, but we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, hearts go out to his family. That's unfortunate. Meteor shower tonight happening after like midnight. It's the uh, proceed, proceed meteor shower that happens like at the end of summer this time of year, every year. It's like over like, I, I think it's like hundreds like of meteors like per hour. So if, if, if you want to watch it, you can actually watch it on NASA TV. They're going to show it because it's going to be hard to see if you're, especially if you're in the city, you can't see it. But even if you like escape somewhere, you're camping, it's because we're getting close to a full moon. So that's going to be, uh, oh, that yeah, that's going to be hard. It's going to block out, you know, the meteors, but um, just putting it out there. But other than that though, you know, I'm pretty much running out of time here. Uh, like I said, fall's approaching guys. Um, start buying those jackets while they're on sale. Anything you got, Dish? You guys uh, just be out there. Be safe. Uh, just keep your head up. All right, guys.